I better not hear those clanking throughout the recording. My, my hands are in my pockets. I uh, know. So get those, get them off the table. When we table. talk board game accessories. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. That's <laughs> right. Oh, all right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 42 of the Board Game Gateway podcast. My name is Nebra, and I'm joined by two lovely of, uh, two lovely of my, two of my lovely co-hosts. That's the word I'm trying to say. That's there. right. We have been adopted by Nebra. Thank you for taking us You're in. You're more than welcome. I hope the dog bed is more than comfortable for you uh that was damien who was speaking there but also the quiet one of the group is mr ralph hi everyone it's the first time someone's called me quiet <laughs> <laughs> well you were until well yeah that's true. <laughs> i'll take uh, it look i'll take I, it I'm sorry uh if this is the first time that you're listening to the board game gateway podcast we're your entryway into the world of board gaming and fun times and uh in this episode we aim to answer the question of life everything and what's whatever the your hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy it's episode the universe. 42, universe and everything is board gaming's the answer or the question to that answer, which is 42? I don't know. We'll find 42 out. 42 board games is 42 the perfect board size collection. I did actually think about that. Yeah. Like if 40, you know, the answer to life and everything. You need to universe. find the perfect 42 board games oh, to God. fit your Calyx. Oh, God. That, that, that sounds like a maybe a... Maybe we can think about that. We can you know, ponder that one. That's a good challenge. Patent pending. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll do good. that in another episode. That's good. <laughs> no, no, that, that, <laughs> I'm, I'm twitching already. The, hit, like the Hitchhiker's Guide. 42 games? No, right. no. Oh, God. Uh, on this week's episode, we are going to be having a chat about a few different games. We're going to be having a chat about uh, the auction game Nadavali. We're going to be having a chat about uh, one of the uh, new, uh, this year's uh, not Spiel des Jahres, I believe it was the Kennespiel des Jahres winner, the ch- uh, challenge uh, Challenges, and we're also going to be having a chat uh, a quick chat about fit to print a new kickstarter uh, release that has now made its way to our shore and finally rounding out the podcast we'll be talking about our gateway game of the week this week which is spots and we'll be having a, uh, a little bit of a chat at the end about uh, board game accessories we like to accessorize we do. accessorize and we're gonna have a talk about all of the fun things that you can do but uh guys welcome back it's lovely to have us all around the mics once again I'm yeah i've been missing all of this uh this chat and playing it's been a bit of a quiet two weeks but we did get a couple of games to the table um demo we're gonna start with you though because you uh got delivered to your doors the uh, new uh tetris like game i guess you could call it kind of newspaper theme called fit to print kind of yeah so um fit to print is a new game by uh flat out games so uh games are publishers who get who brought us cascadia which is a mm-hmm. game that we really liked and we we reviewed a few episodes ago we did um calico which was uh a sort of hit with some not so much with others um the hex base tile laying game yeah. about making a nice calico rug for cats to sleep on but they they've, they've really been on a tear lately because also they also brought out point city point salad uh verdant i think is another one that they brought out so look they they've just been absolutely smashing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Fit to print is um, no exception to that. Um, it's also it, it also helps that the artwork is done by the uh, little known designer Ian O'Toole, who's just done you know a few games. Yeah, so just, just a few in the just just, just, just a, a few, few in the hobby. Yeah. Um, but look, he, he, <laughs> joke jokes aside, Ian's work is sensational. Um, yeah, it lifts any game I've seen. Absolutely, in, yeah. absolutely, and fit to print is no exception there. But essentially, what what you are doing in this game is over three days, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you are filling out your newspaper front page. That is your goal. You represent an editor for a newspaper, and you are filling out these these newspaper pages. But not a human editor. Oh no, no. 
You are an anim animophobe. An animorph. Animal. Anim yeah, I was gonna say that sounds animaniac. <laughs> no. Essentially, animals that are made to look human. It's like oh. it's like there is a term. It's like I Zootopia, right? Yes, basically. It's, it's Zootopia. Basically, so um, you are an editor of a newspaper, and on your turn, what you will be doing is you will be filling out this newspaper via three phases, and all three of these phases are justified by a clock. Now, on at, at the beginning of the game, you, you you decide amongst the group how long each round lasts for. The game says three, four, or five, but the truth is I've played it with my kids, and we just kind of went, let's make it eight. You know, so my youngest son, just to give him a bit more time. Uh, round uh, So phase one of the round is you have all of these tiles in front of you face down and uh, Galaxy Trucker style. What you are doing is you are taking one of these tiles with just one hand. You are not allowed to use two hands. So one hand, you take a tile, you flip it. And if you want to keep it, you put it on your desk. But do you have to make that decision so rapidly like Galaxy Trucker? Yeah. Uh, I will come back to that because okay. the decision is actually a little bit different and it's it's just different. I'm sure. not going to say it's better or Look, worse. Looking forward to it. Different. So you're committing to put it on your not newspaper? Not necessarily. Right, okay. Not necessarily. So if you put it on your desk, you are committing to using it. Um, otherwise, just like in Gal Galaxy Trucker, you put it back on the table face up, available for anyone else to mm -hmm. pick up. Cool. And you will do this until you, until you are happy with the number of tiles you have on mm -hmm. your desk. And then you and then you say layout, and that and at that point you have to say it like that. Layout, layout. Say it loud enough because I, I, like I got accused of not being loud enough. Oh, so it's like Uno. You have to say. You have to make sure people it. hear it. I like to imagine that that's what they yell out in the editorial room in the newspapers. Layout, and then yeah. everyone just starts doing random like, oh yeah. god, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Doing? Like I just yell star jumps at work <laughs> and see Joe from the accounting just jumping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, so you do that and then it's at that point you take the pieces that you have reserved and you start filling out your paper now it wouldn't be a game unless there were rules around or star jumps or st star, star jumps okay so yes you may do star jumps while you are filling out the paper I don't know if you I don't know if that's going to lead to success but I tell you what rock hard abadabas you're on your way um, so <laughs> I have no idea what that sentence was, but I think it was. Yep, in it's I thought I think it was in context. For anyone, for anyone <laughs> listening, can you please reach out to us if you know what I meant by rock hard abadabas? You officially are part of the full frontal generation, and you are awesome. And also, if for those listening that don't know what that is, let us know. Yes. <laughs> and for everyone else, click the like and subscribe yeah. button on that YouTube part down below. Why not? Now, oh, I um, snuck it in there. <laughs> the rules around placing. Uh, placing the various uh, things on your newspaper. Yeah. So you will have advertisements, mm -hmm. you will have news articles, and you will have images for those articles. Love that. Here are the rules. Two ads cannot touch, or okay. ads cannot touch each other. Of course not, because that'd just be ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, images cannot touch each other. Now, that sounds weird. And I mean, articles of the same type. Each article will have a color associated with it. So yeah, it will no. be either... Uh, blue, green, or pink. Mm -hmm. And pink articles can't touch, blue articles can't touch, so on and so forth. Because okay, no one cool. wants to read two sport articles back to back. They want to have sport followed by that's politics. Fine. It Mate, gets better. After I read two Kylie Jenner stories, that's it. <laughs> 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 right, how does it get better, Damo? It gets better. Each article also has a happiness rating associated to it. Oh, no. And it's a newspaper. Can't be too happy. It can't be too sad. It has to be balanced. 
and not all articles will have a single happy or smiley face, also a single happy face or sad face on it. Some will have two. Oh, Some no. will have. Uh, I haven't seen any with three, but there's definitely yeah, one sure. or so, two. So it balances out of whack. You have yeah. to balance everything. Cool. If your balance is out of whack, that is negative points. Cool. Right. If there are, if there are any, uh, if there are any uh, uh, pieces on your desk that you haven't used, that's also negative points. Awesome. The person who has the largest block of white space on the newspaper at the end of the round, also negative points. But once you are happy with newspaper and you think you've achieved the best possible outcome. You then yell out print, and at that point, the round immediately ends. So, Sweet. oh, Galaxy geez. Trucker So style. that's where it is a race to place your little. So that's you right. You can't be paper. taking too long to do anything because if you, that's if right. someone could yell out that's print, right? Oh, okay. right. Okay. It sounded like a like a chill as all, you know, like you just grab your kind tile of, and put it there. But there, now there's this race element. That's right. It. Yeah. Now the this is kind of where it sort of stops being similar to Gal- Galaxy Trucker. Galaxy Trucker has a game afterwards. So the whole fitting the out journey, the ship. Yeah. Yeah, the fit- Just watching your ship explode or hopefully Exactly not right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas whereas fit to print, that is the game. Right. Okay, Okay. Well, that's still cool. It sounds cool. great. It's super chill. The game is over in 15 minutes. That was what I loved about it. 15 minutes, really? 15 minutes. Jeez. Okay, with the teach. It was 25 minutes. Wow. And then we basically reload, hmm. win again. So in one game, how many newspapers do you make? Three. Okay. Cool. So Saturday, Sunday. Friday, 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 Saturday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. The newspapers get progressively bigger. Okay. Um, in addition, every single day, you start off with a centerpiece. And the centerpiece will be worth, um, will, will provide a bonus, almost like a goal that you'll have. So you'll say, cool. so you'll say you'll get additional points for every blue article. Okay. Or cool. you'll get additional points for, or, Adverts are worth additional, um, uh, an additional amount of money. Okay. There is one other rub with the game with related with, regarding adverts, and I, I didn't explain this. Ad, adverts just give you money, and money doesn't mean too much in the game. There are some bonuses that will say, "Hey, if you w- w- whatever amount of money you get in this round, you convert that to points." Right. But the kicker is, whoever has the least amount of money generated at the end of the game. Just loses. <laughs> Doesn't right. matter how many points you have, you just lose. Because your newspaper went bankrupt <laughs> exactly from not being right. able to pretty much like support itself. Right? Okay. It's, 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 a, it's a high, it's a high, high society yeah, thing that's... where you can have the most amount of points, but if you have the least amount of money, so it's nah. not a fa- like it's not really a family friendly game well, in terms of you just lost because you suck. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when playing with uh, my sisters and my brother-in-laws we played with the full rules and it's a ton ton of laughs the yeah. cool thing about it is that when playing with the kids we just omit that rule yeah um, okay and and it doesn't take away from the game the game is super deep though because uh, I, ju- I just explained the entry version when you play the game a couple of times or after you've played the game a couple of times you then get goal cards that right. so you'll get one for friday one for saturday one for sunday and you flip it Similar to Quacks of Quedlinburg, and yep. that'll be an it, that'll be a, a goal. Is that, that is that is a available. public goal for all it's the a players? Goal, okay. Yes. Yep. So it'll be a public goal for all the players, and then everyone can aim towards that. Awesome. Okay. I okay. haven't played with those too much. Okay. Um, again, mostly because we've been playing. I've been playing playing with, with with the kids. Yep. But it's great. It's chaos. It's just like we say, all right, kids. So we played it eight minutes in the first game. We're only going to play it with four. I think you guys have got the hand of it, the, the hang, hang of it now, cool. and just watching the just watching these tiles um, fly off the fly, table. Fl- fly around, yeah. and then and it's great watching them realize. Oh, hold on, you've grabbed a bunch of green tiles. You can't just have green tiles. You really need to break that up. I'm going to take this pink tile that I found, and I'm going to put it all the way over here, out of your sight, so you don't see it. 
my kids are shits. <laughs> they, they do. They do do things. It yeah, sounds yeah. good. Like any game that has the tactility of, yeah. of that, like for kids, especially they love, yeah. you know, playing with Legos and things. So like actually playing that in a board game yeah. and as them slowly realizing about the puzzle, about the colors and the pictures and the ads and stuff. Yeah. So what sort of, what sort of things do you see on the tiles? So on the tiles, like the, the, the news articles themselves are, so they, 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 they don't have, a huge amount of um, text text on it. But, Auntie but, that but gets they, nose twisted. Can't but they ants. They have things like that. So right. They just have. So they just have the headline. Right. right. Um, and I can't remember the headlines off the top of my head. But but they're they nothing are, like they are a laugh. Like they the headlines we have nowadays. No. In real life. That's good. No. no. Okay. No. Cool. And and the the images are fun. The ad the, the the ads that they have in there look like something out of a 1950s news agency sort of thing. And oh sorry. Um, New, news um uh, uh newspaper sorry is the word i'm looking for um <laughs> and yeah it, it's just look an analog digital newspaper <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. What, what, what were there before tablets yeah. and things <laughs> look cracker of a game um i was lucky to get the kit uh, lucky enough to get the kickstarter edition all it comes with though is an extra little pack of cards similar to cascadia the retail would be absolutely perfect. It would mm. be near identical, except for that little tiny pack of extra cards. There is a ton of game in there. I think it's another great one. Um, for anyone, for anyone saying, saying, "Well, I've got Galaxy Trucker. Do I need this as well?" I would say it's different enough, but I could excuse anyone who said that just doesn't sound as deep as Galaxy Trucker. I think Galaxy Trucker is difficult to teach, uh, like even to adults, because yeah. um, there's all those things about this connection doesn't work with that. And yeah. I feel like the first yeah. round or two, you get the same questions all the time when showing new players. This sounds simpler to teach where you say mm. an ad can't touch to another ad yeah. and a pink can't touch another pink and things like that. Yeah. Like it just seems a little simpler to get off the table. Yeah. And you, and you, still, you still have that, that little thing where someone where when someone yells out print and then everyone at the table gets up and you have to check each other's board to make that'd sure be that pretty ev- cool everything's okay. yeah i was gonna say it does sound like it could probably use like an editor phase where like you know yeah. similar to galaxy trucker where there's like the race and we watch our you know it's like the editor comes in and just goes no this article you you fool yeah. Yeah. you can't send yeah. that to print yeah, yeah. Or, the, or the one the, the one way it's like no that tile is not legal and now that means the entire ass end of your ship just comes off the board. i love i love that moment <laughs> I, I used to work at a uh, a news uh a news company and uh, like I used to do IT there and just working with reporters and things. Yeah. Whenever there's like an overnight, like just something big's going to happen that mm. evening in real life, the amount of pressure and anxiety that comes into that workplace. So it would be cool if like an event card was flipped and all of a sudden, oh shit, we have to change all our newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> like That'd That would be, be interesting yeah. too. I was going yeah. to say, so Galaxy Trucker has got three phases, right? It's, yeah. got the, it's got the initial flip, then it's got the build followed by then the release, I guess you can call it the race, right? The journey, yeah. yeah. The journey, yeah. right? Yeah. This sounds like it, it buggers off that third phase it completely. Does, yeah. Do you find that there's... Is there enough resolution at the end there to justify it, or you know? I I I think it's more a case that the game the game doesn't have it because that that isn't what the game is about. Okay, but what I will say, and and I I, I glossed over it a little bit. The thing about Galaxy Trucker is that when you're taking tiles, you're putting them on your board, mm-hmm. and then you're going, oh no, that it, that doesn't work, and then you're putting it back in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's not the case in Fit to Print. In Fit to Print. <sighs> You have to take the tile, mm-hmm. look at it, and going. I think I can make this work. You're not allowed to put that on your board 
that goes on your desk first. Yeah, your paperwork right, stacks right, up. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so you're you're forever going, uh, do I have the right number of tiles? I've played it I've I have played a round of this where my brother in law, he had one empty sorry, he had one row of uh white spaces left and I think it only had three squares in it and that was it. It was mm-hmm. almost perfectly filled. Whereas I've played this and my son, he had something like 19 squares in a row. Right. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I didn't grab anywhere near enough tiles. In that okay. one. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, you got to count while yeah. people are grabbing. Things. Yeah. So yeah, there, there is it's that. a different style. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a different style. Mm. Um, it's still a great game. It's again, look, there's a ton of game in that box. Yeah. It sounds cool. really cool. I'd yeah. love to try it. Like, it Art awesome. is great. Mm. Fit to print. Brilliant. Perfect. Well, we'll move on from uh, fit to print and we're going to move on to one that I've been playing over the past couple of weeks. Uh, we talked about this on a, a previous podcast, just mentioning it in uh, in passing as it uh, was one of our 2022s or this year's, I should say. I believe it was the, Ken- the not the, the Kennespiel de Jaris, which means the advanced board game of the year, basically, or that's what they, they give it. Um, and this one was, so Challenges is a very interesting take on this kind of capture the flag kind of gameplay the way that it works um why i want to have a talk about it is i'm still up in the air on whether or not i really like this game but um i don't i don't i don't dislike it it's just i'm still trying to figure out if i really do like this game so, so what is this game yeah so, right, so what it is <laughs> challenges is a series of one-on-one battles where you and versus uh so generally the game plays around six players is really good but you can play four um and you'll be put into a series of one versus one battles where you are trying to take control of a flag now each of your cards so you start off with the same it's a, a basically a mini sort of deck builder um, with uh, sort of not much, it's kind of got some combos and things in it. The way that it works is that uh, I will play a card from the top of my deck. Um, so I don't have a hand. I set up my deck, shuffle it, and then I pull the top card off. So the two players going up against each yeah, other, so they, goes, have, they have the same deck of cards. In the first round, they have the same deck of cards, and then, then you're allowed to do your first bit of uh, deck building, which is that awesome. I'm allowed to pull f- uh, five cards from the deck, and then I can pick two of them. Now, I can pick one and redraw five, and then I can pick a second one if I wish. Congratulations. These are the level A cards. Cards come in three different levels, A, B, and C. C being stronger than A. Okay, But you start in the first round, so you get a little bit of variation. Awesome. Then you are allowed to then cull your deck if you wish. You may remove as many cards out of your deck as you wish. The way that it works is that each card has a value. Those values start off ranging from one to four, and some cards may have some uh additional powers such as hey if i if this card uh gets possession of the flag their power is now worth plus two yeah right yeah okay so i may play a newcomer he's worth one value i'm the first player congratulations i now have the flag demo you would then we're in a one versus one battle you then flip the top card of your deck and it comes up being the level two card which happens to be the the uh the dog or something like that right they'll have random like cartoony names there's no real thing the dog has a power of two congratulations you immediately take the card for uh, the flag from me and Mm -hmm. my card goes into the exhaust pile my uh into sorry into the uh into the discard row i win the battle under two conditions either my discard row completely fills up with six different sorts of cards right and i try to put a seventh one in there i can't do that so therefore you win the battle Mm -hmm. or i try to draw a card off the top of my deck and it is empty 
and it immediately, that immediately stops the battle. Okay. You only start the game with like 10 cards in your deck. Okay. So there's not the battle's not very long, okay? So then that's it, right? We have this one versus one battle and where some interesting thing comes in is that there's different sorts of powers. Um, there are different suits. So you've got like the movie star set and all the movie star sets can like do stuff together. You've got the mermaid set and the mermaid yeah. set can do. You've got the sci-fi set and you've got the the uh, medieval set and all these cards can mix and match with each other. And then as the game progresses, you play over a course of six different battles. We verse each other. Then the top, uh, the, what we're trying to do is to get fans. So there's like a little trophy in the middle and we'll be fighting over that trophy. On the up, on the back side of it is the amount of fans that we won by winning that yeah. battle. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how many fans there are there. It could be uh, up to two or, uh, two or three different values. But I win the trophy, I get the fans, congratulations. At the end of six battles, we all tally up the amount of trophies that we have and the fans that they give us. The top two go into one final battle to determine who is the best challenger and who wins the series. So, so that final battle always happens? Always happens, okay. but it's only between the top two. Yeah, interesting. Only okay. between the top two players. Yeah. Now, the game itself is, and that's literally the whole game. I, it Actually, I really do think it deserves the award. It's very simple has a kind of a, it's not a hard ruled set, but it is more like the game for gamers because it gives you the chance to, you know, cull your deck a little bit to figure out, do I want to have more cards in here and try and outlast my opponent? Mm. Or do I want to have less cards in here that are maybe more powerful and mean that I always get the flag and I can do what yeah, I want? Yeah. You know, there's all these different combos. Um, and then as the rounds go on, different things happen, such as in rounds two and three, I'm getting given a choice. I can grab two really i can grab two level a cards to put into my deck or i can pick one level b card yep. from the thing and so you get a choice of stronger one so do you want to take more cards or do you want a stronger card take take your pick. depends on the strategy depends on the strategy yeah. it's yeah. a type of game where you would want to try different strategies with yes. multiple plays um yeah i think it's pretty interesting i've played it once on board game arena um i didn't quite grasp it probably need to go back and try it again but i think any game in person when you play like you know dominion you're playing with a lot of cards yeah. and you're flipping cards and you're constantly doing like just top of your deck like i could see that being well this one would also have the added benefit of saying okay i'm versing demo we need to go and sit and sit opposite, opposite each, each other, other. Yeah. So everyone's got to get up and yeah. move and first their opponent so we're missing that whole part of it by playing it on board and then i'll feel like a jewel that's quick yeah, exactly you know? right. And because you get to have this moment like, oh. And then you'll see Blake and I versing each other over there and you'll be like, what's happening over there? Exactly right. Yeah. You get yeah. to have that thing. Yeah. So there is a lot of that going on, which we are missing by playing it digitally. However, I will say I have been enjoying it, but I still don't know if it's got enough crunch there for me to really go. I don't get to do a lot of deck building. I only get to pick up to two cards at maximum. And I can either take two cards from the four or five in front of me, or I can just immediately redraw and then take my luck with the next five that are coming yeah, up as well. Yeah, it's, it's sounding like a super light version of Super Fantasy Brawl. It does, it does. It does. Sound and really I think that, that's yeah. what turned me off it because I love Super Fantasy yeah. Brawl. <laughs> but in saying that, this is a very good, very easy kind of game yeah, so for, super, very, for, so for new people. For I'd, I'd argue Super Fantasy Brawl is simple. Uh, like, like yeah. to, to be fair, I mean, me, I, I know you haven't played it. I'm, yeah. It's... Listeners, it's on the to-do list. Our, our to-do is list is, is well. obscene yeah. at the moment. Like games to play. Is, oh, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah. But Super Fantasy Brawl, essentially, it is. It, it's not so much deck building; it's deck construction. But is the, this the one that has like I have miniatures on the board as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. so I have little pillars. So and things. it's yeah. head to head. Um, each player picks three characters. Each character has a miniature, and then you smash those those three decks together, shuffle it up, 
and that that is your deck. So it's a bit of smash up in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then you score points based on objectives, or you know, based on knocking out um, your opponent's minis and such. Um, but it, it has very much that head to head element as well. Like but I feel like there's, there's more decision OB. space uh, for the, as you as a player. You have more to think about as to what I want to accomplish this round. Oh yeah, that yeah, sort but, of. But yeah, it, but it, it, like, like I said, it's a more advanced. It's like it's a it's a bigger game. Well, yeah, and, and, and that's the yeah. other thing as well, right? This one as well doesn't give you choices on what your actions are. Yeah. You have to just construct your deck, shuffle it, and then you just pull top card and then just see what happens, right? Yeah. So it's like there's not a lot of game agency in, that, in yeah. the, there are a few cards where it'd be like hey draw the top two cards from your deck put one on the bottom and put one back on the top yeah. and there are things of like hey pick one card from your opponent's pile they become exhausted and have to join the bench right yeah cool so there are some decisions when you get to that but there's not a lot and that's why i do think it makes a really good entry level game yeah for sure but i do think uh, why i'm struggling with it at the moment is maybe i'm expecting too much from it when i know when i shouldn't be i think maybe i'm mm. expecting something that i'd shouldn't be uh, expecting from this particular game but for what it is i've actually really enjoyed my time with it because nice. it's like i've actually been playing quite a few async games where you just come in oh, that'd be cool, set actually. up your deck come yeah. in you can watch the battle play out and you go sweet i won that battle or no i didn't win that battle i came second in this one so i got to the final match and i came second which was pretty cool yeah um and so that was pretty good playing it asynchronously but i do think this game specifically would be so much better in person and i would say this yeah. in general but this game particularly because it has the whole i'm doing some deck building and then i have to physically pick up my deck yeah. and walk in front of my opponent a la magic the gathering or one versus one card game style sit down and then we do the battle and i think that again we talk about the tactility of board gaming and why it's such an important thing but i do think this is a such a major proponent that i yeah. think i'm missing that part and i do think if i was playing this in person i would be like oh this is great because yeah. i could get yeah. my mum walking up yeah and, exactly like, and she has yeah. to sit across from my youngest from my my four-year-old and mum has to sit there whilst evie's deck just absolutely throttles her right and i think that's what we're missing from this particular you know, I think what I'm missing. For sure. And so I do, I'm still interested, and in, like we say a lot of the time, but I am actually very interested to try this one in person. Is this one available retail? Uh, it's only just coming, it is now, it's, it's only coming out, They've and they've already announced Challenges 2. So Ooh. it's just basically uh, seven or eight new deck sets that you can mm-hmm. add into the whole thing. I do believe they'll be cross-compatible. Um, so it's it's kind of like, it almost feels like, uh, you know, like the living card game, different sets that you can get and you can smash them together. You only ever, you don't play with all sets. You just have to choose, right? We're going to play oh, with the okay. movie collection, the sci-fi collection. and So it comes uh, in the base box. Yeah. A few options. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And okay. then you, you choose which set you want to play with. So Sweet. maybe some of them, maybe I'm not, and that's the other thing. Maybe I'm not playing with the high interactivity sets. Who knows? So yeah, yeah. That sounds really cool, though. Like, yeah, to play that in person would elevate it. I do think, I really do think it would. And I think I'm not, I think we're missing out from there. So, look, I'm keen to give it a more, another go, but I think I may stop playing it digitally and just wait till I get a chance to play it in person. I think that's Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely love to give it a go because the thing about those head-to-head style games, and I know know the game I'm about to say is not a true head-to-head. It's just, I think, I know know Ralph and I have played this quite a a bit, so Rez Arcana. Yeah. And Slightly different game again, but anytime someone says to me, I've got a head-to-head deck builder, unfortunately, that's the game it has to go against in mm. my mind because yep. as far as I'm concerned, that that is still I think um, up there as the premium yep. deck builder head-to-head game. I think they're very different vibes. It's yeah. like... Completely okay. different. Okay. I yeah. wouldn't even call... I wouldn't even really call this deck building as much. Like, I know I said that, but it's like... No, look, that, you that's are fair. kind of doing that's it, fair. but yeah. 
That's fair. Look, I'd, I'd love to give it a go. I really, really would, yeah. Easy. Out of curiosity, you, you kind of said like Res Arcana is like, you're implying that it was like the pinnacle of deck building. Like like for me, yeah. because... What it offers versus... What, what it offers, so... And we're, we're, we're diverging a little bit. That's okay. We'll see, the, see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> my favorite deck builder out there is still Race for the Galaxy. Yeah. Okay. But Race for the Galaxy has... I will beat you at this one day. I will <laughs> but, uh, beat you. But it's the same designer. It's, it's the yeah. same designer, but Race for the Galaxy, because of the iconography and just the extra rules, yep. it has a higher learning curve. Definitely. Okay? Res Arcana nails it for me because it has that slightly lower learning curve. Mm. But it's still very much the same thing. It's a race to, to points. To points yeah. And it's just a, it's about it's all, it's all about being more efficient than your opponent. It's not a battle per se, as in you're not yeah. taking away life points or anything. But it is a battle to a certain number. Um, the reason why I say it's the pinnacle is because it does all those things. It's the right price. It's the right rules overhead. It has really good expansions for it. So the moment yeah, you feel like you've just done it, you just buy one of the expansions, particularly the first expansion. Change the game. Changes up the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's just so much depth in that box. I just want to say so, the yeah. amount of times my wife and I have gotten confused by playing with the first expansion because now there's demons yeah, there's, and now yeah. there's creatures and you're like, I still wanted to untap this creature, but that's a demon. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. And the scrolls are really cool as well. Um, look, again, <laughs> yeah. but I'm certainly not, 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 not suggesting they're the same game. I'm just saying that limited shelf space, limited time, that's the game it has to go up against. Yeah, look, my, it, it's, my, my it, it, I can tell you right now, it won't beat it for you personally, but yeah. Challenges may have a place for a different sort of vibe. Okay. Like Challenges so, yeah. is not a cool. one versus one game. It is literally a party game where a series of different one versus one battles. It's like occur. you're holding a mini tournament in a way. Oh, it goes okay. it goes yeah. so quickly. So yeah. it'll, it's a lot yeah. quicker than Super Fantasy Honestly, Ball. Like yeah. it's so much quicker than that. I just nice. wanted to hear your insight as to yeah. why you th- you're ranking Res Arcana oh, okay, okay. so highly. See, and that, that, that's is, probably me just misunderstanding. Yeah, no, that's okay. Look, this game you should not play it with less than six, right? Oh, because wow. you want okay. to have this is, three this battles is like going the, on uh, at any one time, yeah. right? And because right. the battles okay. happen synchrono- synchronously. Yeah. Right? So, so this is like, like walking into a casino and playing Casino War. Yeah, you know, one much. card. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a battle with you going on. There's another battle. And there's three battles going on. Then we figure out who the winner is, and then then you have to change because be, because when you when you started explaining it, you, you, you the game you were explaining to me was War. It, it, it's, it's kind of like, 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 but then you said, okay, but there's all these extra powers. I was thinking, yeah. yeah, there has to be more to this game because otherwise, there is. Otherwise, they're just selling war. Yeah, pretty so. much. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much, I suppose, it's war with more powers. It's yeah. cool, but I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm enjoying it. Like I do think, like I said, person. I'm really enjoying it. I just think it's now time to play it in person because yeah. I think I'm just missing okay. that last that last step. All right, we're going to move on to our second last game of the evening, which is uh, the game of Nadavalier. Now, this is a auction game. Now, if you've listened to our podcast before, you'll know we love auction games here. Um, Ra for sale. Uh, the estates. There's uh, a ho- modern art. As modern well. art. High right. society. High society. That we've yeah. talked about a lot of them, and we and also love Damian auction wins games at auction all the time. He, he does all yeah. the time. Absolutely, he loves scaring those secondhand auctions. Absolutely. <laughs> so we. Um, this is one that um, crossed uh, my uh, board game shelf, uh, as it were. Um, I actually kept passing on this game a lot because we have a member in the Discord community called uh, Tristan uh, Carnival. Uh, he in Discord, he loves this game. <laughs> it's like Batman, Bruce Wayne, no, as you no, know no. him. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's his yeah. tag. You know, if you see him in there. Uh, but he loves this game, and he was trying to get a game of this going in the Discord for so long. Oh, okay. And every time I saw the artwork for this game, it, it looks like it's a black and white kind of like 
dungeon-esque like you know like mountain because the theme is right so this is an auction game where and let me give you a quick overview where we are auctioning uh trying to buy mercenaries dwarven mercenaries to make an army and the person who has the most impressive army at the end of two uh ages of you know of auctioning uh they with the most bravery points they the king goes your army is the most impressive you're the army that i'm going to take to battle and yeah we go and get honor and gold and glory and all this fun stuff that happens there right yeah now when i was looking at the artwork when he was trying to show it like i'm looking at this going i had no idea what this game was i had no idea it was an auction game i didn't know how simple it was and i kept looking at it going it doesn't, i don't know and then he finally said look it's an auction game come play and i went all right fine whatever we'll play a game and i played it once and i went Oh, that's really good. It's really simple, really easy to learn, and it's, um, I think, really good. Whether or not it's better than other auction games, we'll have a chat about that. But it does fit this really interesting niche of the game, how it works is that everyone has five betting chips, um, and they are, you know, zero, two, three, four, five. And on your turn, there are three different taverns, and dwarves come out basically, and we need to bid on who gets first pick in these said taverns. Yep. This game plays three to five players. Um, and so you have potentially have five dwarfs in every tavern, depending on you have as many dwarfs as players in the game. So I pick three of my five tokens and then we resolve them. And there's a, a little, you know, a gemstone. We each have a gemstone, which breaks ties and a few things happen, um, such as, okay, well, I get first pick. If I tied with someone, the gemstones, you know, figure out the tiebreaker, but then we have to swap gemstones. So that means next time if we tie, you yep. get the you get the tiebreaker, not me, which is pretty which is a pretty simple and very easy rule. Um, and then the other two dice go into you. Uh, sorry, not the other two dice. The other two coins go into your coin pouch, and the coins there uh, can uh, they just don't get used. However, there is one special rule, which is I did mention you have a zero coin. Zero coin does allow you to take the sum of those two dice and then upgrade them. I've got, if you go to our YouTube channel, you'll actually see this little uh, market that we have here in front of us. It allows you to go to the market and buy an upgraded coin. So if I had a three and a four, the sum is seven. So therefore I can buy, I can trade my four for the seven because it's the larger yeah. coin. So that's how the auctions go. We literally do four, in a three player game, we do four auctions an age. So eight auction rounds in total. And then we have got five different sorts of, um, uh, or, uh, not orcs, dwarfs that we are trying to get. Uh, blacksmiths, miners, uh, I can't remember the names of them. There's like this, it's basically green, purple, <laughs> yeah. blue, orange, yeah. and yeah. red, right? Warriors, uh, rangers, blacksmiths, etc., etc. Each of them score differently, such as the warriors are red. They just give you bravery based on the numbers on the uh, on the dwarves. You total up them at the end of the game. Congratulations, that's their bravery. Um, the green and purple ones have different uh, ranks, so they each of them have a little symbol. Just means how what rank you're at, and the more ranks of it you get, you know, the more uh, they're worth. Green starts off really uh, low, but then gets really high, so there's less of them in the deck. And then purple, you know, starts off better for lower ones, but then, you know, the more of them they get, maybe it's not as worth as trying to go for greens. The blue ones score you big points, but there's limited, you know, limited ones in the deck, so you're trying to get them where you can. And the orange one is the most confusing, but 
quite They're like a, a little multiplier yes, on themselves. Yeah, ba- basically just however many ranks of orange dwarves you have times by the, the value of their bravery. Yeah, I think what I found, just like the more of a single color you kind of go for, the more points you're going to get. Like uh, you want to try and like do that across the board, I guess. And by a lot of points, we do mean a lot of points. The final oh, yeah. score in our game ended up being me with 315, Ralph with like 270, and Damo with 260 or something like that, right? It yeah. was like... So what's the theme of it? Like like you had the best army. Yeah, you, so got I the have the points. bravest army. The I've bravest got, army. Is like that's your bravery value, right? So that's what the, the king determines that your bravery is... You know, you're you're now the best army because you're the most brave, and he's going to take your army to to slay the dragon and get the gold and all that kind of stuff. Then at the end of the first, what did aim, the king do with our armies? He just like he just said, "Bugger off, know, yeah. go back so, to the yeah. pub, go back to the pub and drink." It's not too bad. Doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, at I the end of the first age as well, there are five distinction cards. These distinction cards like basically give you a bonus. So if you had the most amount of ranks in the red card, you get an extra bonus for that. So congratulations, mm. keep it going. And they each have these own. <laughs> good job. <laughs> good, good job, mate. Keep it up. Yeah, get some more bravery or whatnot. Yeah. And they all give some really interesting decisions, such as, you know, Damo won the the distinction card that upgraded his zero card, which his zero coin, into a three coin, which meant he could then trade his two coins in the coin pouch on a value of three, which is really good. So I'm skipping over a lot of things here for the sake of just discussion and talking about the game because the game itself is really simple. Um, It's literally, you know, at the end of the game, you get points for having the most amount of bravery in one of them and just trying to get a lot of points and trying to get a lot of ranks. The only thing we, sorry, the last thing we haven't explained is that if you get a set, which is one of each of the colors, so there are five colors, and you get one of each of the colors, you get to go and recruit hero cards. These hero cards give you big bonuses and big points. So things such as, you know, just big points to add to your bravery score at the end or multipliers for specific colors, etc. So you're trying to balance out, do I go hard into one color and get a crap ton of points there or do I try and go wide and try and get sets to get heroes? And that's the game. It literally played in about 45 minutes. We taught the game in 10 minutes. Played in less than an hour. I really, really enjoyed it. I don't know if I... I still don't think I enjoy the art style, but I forgive it because I quite enjoy the game. But I would like to hear what you guys thought about playing uh, Nadavalier. Oh, Ralph, you've been nominated by... (laughs) I've been nominated. All right, just to touch on the art, I agree with you. I'm not entirely sold on the art because essentially what you're bidding on are cards. And say you're going for the orange cards. The only thing that's depicting as an orange card is a little orange thing in the top left corner. Mm. Like... There's nothing else. Like all the cards the are just the black. orange are the miners, and it's just the orange. I will say it does make it stand out. So you, there is never any question what card that was. Um, it is very standard. But I will no, say, no, but like, like you got a whole card. Why is only two percent of it or five percent of it the color yeah, that you're look, looking? Yeah, look, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's got to do with I think the the darkness of dwarves under in the mountain. So they are like yeah, you know. But what's stopping them that, from using, doing a whole banner? You are the top. You, look. You're you not. Know what I mean? I'm gonna say you, you need your glasses. You're not wrong. You know? right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I will say, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, and I do agree that in, actually, when I think back to our game, I go, how often did I actually look at the artwork of the different dwarves no, on the you cards? Don't. You don't. And, you don't. I, and I never did. I actually look, was not, only ever looking look, for it the looks numbers. pretty. It, it just needs a bit more color for my liking. You know, sure, they, they are black uh, workers because they're covered in soot, soot and stuff, but like make the background pretty or something. Like, I don't know. 
I'm yeah. sure I'm not an artist, but I'm sure someone like Ian O'Toole could have done a better job. <laughs> Just saying. Um, that's okay. I, I hope he didn't do the art on this. One. No, no, look, no, no, look, no. And look, that's fair enough. To, it's, look, we're being a, lo- a little critical of the uh, art a thousand there, but, percent, the, but, but the actual yeah. mechanics of the game. The, the were mechanics really of the game were simple. I, like I really liked the auction mechanic. The upgrading your chips was fun. Um, the chips come on this little bleachers thing uh, where they all sort of sitting as if rows in a high school, and that was just a bit fiddly. Uh, but it, it looks it does nice, look but pretty. it does get very fiddly because yeah. you're looking for specific numbers and. Yeah, it does look very pretty. But look, I enjoyed the experience. I only played one game of it, but I, I quite liked it. It was good fun. Demo, you love auction games. I love auction the, games. Arguably the most uh, in the whole group. So give us your take on um, Devilly. I liked it. Um, again, art style put aside, but then I. I can't remember a single time where I grabbed the card because I liked the way it looked. I literally I grabbed, did not grabbed, do that all. Yeah, yeah. like big no. number, big yeah. number. It was like more. It was big. like I need, yeah. I need, I need, I need a color that that color's got a higher number. I'm going for that one. That was it. Um, the I I I did like the uh, coin sort of mechanic where where you could where potentially, especially early on we would have the same number and then, you know, okay, so you actually win that one because you have the tiebreaker and such. I, I did like that. Yep. The thing I didn't like was I only found maybe three rounds, three auction rounds, we were really competing for cards. Mm. Most of the time, we're all just doing our own thing and I could have put any number there. Yep. And I probably was always going to get the card I wanted anyway. Because, I, I agree with that. Because I felt like, there was only maybe one tavern you yeah. wanted something. The rest you're yeah. like, whatever. I'll make the best of it. Exactly right. Yeah. It, it didn't. It didn't have that, that 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 little bit of edginess that I like in auction games, where you feel like every decision you make could hurt you. And it's um and look, the easy ones raw. We've spoken to, we've spoken about raw a bunch. Yeah. I've look and I'm I'm not going to compare it to that because I think raw is just a classic game and it will, will will be around forever. But even even in some simpler auction games such as um, High Society. For sale as well. For sale yeah. as, well, as well. Where sometimes you sit there going, do I, like, how much do I really want this? Is it is it really worth me bidding one more or me bidding this next card up? It, yeah. It, it does almost uh-huh. bring into, can, like, to the forefront, would you rather an auction mechanic? Would this be a better auction if I knew I could only throw one coin on and then I have to figure it out? Which is, that's what Ra and For Sale have. They that's have this right, auction yeah. mechanic of, like, well, I know what coins you have there, Demo. Yeah. You need to figure out whether or not you want to put that one on there. And that's what they have. Whereas this one is a... Uh, just throw the biggest one, and if yeah. you want to win it, like basically, if you want to bit, if you want to win it, throw your biggest one on there. Yeah, I, literally. I would what say, it was. Um, a good auction game is if I care about what I'm auctioning for. Mm. You know, like you know, in modern art, you're auctioning the paintings. It starts out where you don't know what you're gonna, why you want it. Yeah, but the, that ties into the theme of modern God, art in a way. Yeah. yeah, and but the, the thing about modern art is that there's always a crescendo. Yes, once, once you have three paintings it of the same up. color. All of a sudden, if like for instance, if there are three reds on the board and you've played it sly and you're sitting yeah. with two reds in your hand, you're you're going, well, I'm about to make bank on this. That's now. right, and I don't no. want to be too critical of this yeah. game here, but like it did get to that point where you're you guys, as you were saying, you only really cared about that one tavern that you're auctioning yeah. against, and the rest 
whatever I get, I'll make do. I yeah. do. I do wonder if this game would be better on repeat plays. Once you guys understood, like I won the game basically because I had all of the orange cards. Right. So I'm wondering whether or not on repeat plays, if you go, that's actually very strong. If I let him get a lot of that, maybe I have to start. Maybe I have to go for that to stop him from getting the multiplier. If it creates more, I don't know if it would. I think we're but all I'm doing wonder- our own thing anyway. Like we let Damien have all the greens. You let me have all the purples as well. Yeah, like- I let yeah, and the thing because I let you have all the purples going for the orange, but I'm wondering if. I don't know if there was any other of those um, hero cards that could have been. Look, I will say there are a few heroes that we didn't play with that, yeah, okay. that are supposed to add in a few extra little spice and things yeah, like that. Yeah, but that's the thing as well. I feel like even a card reference uh, to have next to you, like Ra displays that beautifully as to what everything means. This doesn't really do that for yeah. me. Yeah. I'll, I'll- I will say, I mean, look, and and again, I've I've only played this once, so it's absolutely yeah, that's a the hard f- first impression. I'm being yeah. hypercritical of a game that I've played once, and I totally acknowledge that. Um, but what I will say is, that I wonder how this plays at five. Yeah, because I, was about I to say the same wonder thing. is it I, five players? It well? can play yeah. up to five players. I wonder, yes. and it only three, it's only three rounds per age instead of four, so you yeah. have a yeah, lot cool. less yeah. cards. And so, right, awesome. So, so for instance, be good. A, much tighter. A number of auction games, with where they fall over at higher player counts, is that the person who comes last just gets boned every time. Mm. They, they either completely miss out, or it's or, or the auction just becomes so expensive that it's not worth their while. Okay, um, and the thing about this game though is that I wonder if at five, especially in the second age, do we get to a point where it's like, okay, well, I can see knees going for this, Ralph's going for that. And let's say we had Matt and Blake here as well. So Matt's going for that. It looks like I'm actually really competing with Matt. I I don't care so much about Neen Ralph, but I absolutely have to outbid Matt. And I think that starts to happen mm. more at higher player counts. I think this one would. I do. I, I totally agree with you. And I start to thinking about that, though. It starts to ask the question of where does this game actually fit? Like, you know, for sale is quick, easy, yep. less than 20 minutes. Then you've got Ra, which is a bit more crunchy, plays in an hour. Then you've got like Modern Art, which, you know, plays about an hour and 45. Well, this isn't, well, this isn't the same price point as Modern Art, I no, believe, it, isn't it? Like no. Like $50 or something? Yeah, sorry, $50. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so um, I think with this game, there's one also thing I didn't understand, right? So I didn't look at all the cards before we started playing. You know, first game, you sort of want to learn yeah. as you go yeah. uh, for some things. But, you know, we went through all the Act 1 cards. Then the Act 2 cards came out. I didn't feel like they increased it. They weren't. I, I they're thought basically they're, the same. They're basically, they're basically the same set. It's just there to like balance the amount of colors in the yeah, I imagine. Yeah. There are yeah. things like there's only like one level 14 worth of red, right? So, so the 14 so, red yeah. is like, I and I didn't, because I didn't really look at it at the time, but the red cards go from like four, like 10 down to three. So okay. if you see the 10 yeah. red come out, you know, that's the strongest red card. So I've only yeah. the most red bravery. And that's where you say repeat plays. You will and notice that's why, that's why I do think this game on repeat plays probably gives you a little bit more than what we weren't. Uh, yeah, there's we, definitely, we look, first game, there's definitely more game in here than we actually can see at the moment. Yeah. And look, this game, look, it does provide a very interesting thing. I mean, it's very cheap. It, I got it for $50. Yeah. It, it's about the same as modern art. It's a lot cheaper than Ra at the moment. So, oh, yeah. you know, trying to get yeah. Ra second edition is nearly impossible. So, it provides a little bit more crunch than the very simple auction games, but I do, it's not as cutthroat and i think that can be good for some people which is yeah definitely. games like ra and the estates which is like you make one wrong bid and you are just boned right yeah you've done goofed yeah. you now need to deal with it whereas this game is like 
but it is funny. It <laughs> someone, is. When yeah, someone it is. It absolutely is. But yeah, I get it. You don't is, want this This game is much more point salad because it's like, yeah. hey, do some stuff, get some big points. But some there is something to be said about having smaller points when it's like decisions really do matter. I do like, want to say something yeah. that, what, that I did like about this game is I couldn't tell who was winning. Um, you know, the entire mm. game, I couldn't tell who was winning yeah, until we counted yeah, the points. Yeah, we, we, we didn't know. And that, that, that's yep. one of the advantages of having such a high sort of, like scoring game, yeah. Um, you just don't know don't in know. the end. Yeah, like that's I, good. I, I I put it into something like Escape Plan, um, which is a big Lasota game. It's definitely not an an an, an, an entry level game. <laughs> no, but, but it's like but, dealing but, in nineties and eighties. Yeah, and but like, but it's like you look around at everyone's board and you go, "I think you've got this," and everyone's going, "No, no, I think you've got this." Truth is. No, no one, knows. one knows because the score is in yeah. the hundreds. That's yeah. really like, good when yeah. you play games that are like that because everyone enjoys it right to the end. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. 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 Love that. Anyway, so that was Nadavali. Jury's still out, but yeah, uh, we, enjo- so. we enjoyed the play, but we do have some uh, little nitpicks. We don't try and be too negative here because we actually do enjoy the oh, game. Oh, look, I'm going to play more of this game. I, yeah, look, I, I absolutely do yeah. want to play it again, but I really want to play it at, at five. I think I this really one will be really know. shine and higher play. Yeah. Games. Anyway, but let's go from a game that was, uh, let's go from a game that is black and white to another game that has a lot of black and white. Uh, we're going to be talking about our gateway game of the week, which is this week called Spots. The Push Your like the push your luck uh dice rolling game about dalmatians and spotty dogs damien take us through this one because uh i do want to say one thing about this please it is another game that is black and white however there is more color (laughs) yes it is no it does have a lot of black and white no but the main theme of this is if you look on the bot you'll see a lot of black and white spotty dogs but let's take you through our gateway game of the week with this week which is spots okay so look i'm not going to do the explanation i am going to read the explanation Directly out of the rule book. Right, I will say, kids. I'm excited for this. I will say, bedtime story. One of the best explanations of a game ever. All right, do I need take, to take put, it like, away. Do I need to put like the fireplace music behind no, you. Or something? Oh, no, okay. it's quite. It's quite, oh, please, please take quite short and sweet. Dogs have spots. Dice have spots. Oh, they do. Place your dice on the right spots. Complete your dogs to score them. That is the entire game of spots. <laughs> you are literally rolling dice. You are then taking the dice that you have rolled and you are placing them on dog cards that you have in front of you. The dogs themselves will have pictures that represent different dice values. Once you have filled up all the all the various spots where dice are on your dogs, you get to score them. First to score six dogs wins. That's it. That is the entire game. It seems naff. It's pretty naff. But it's, but it's great. Yeah, it's, it's good naff. It's, it's a good game. It's good naff. Um, so... The wrinkles in the game are uh, we have six potential, six different types of actions that we can take, and they are here in the board. And uh, here, here on the table in front of us, I should To give say. you an example, one of them is like, hey, you roll two dice, then you may roll another one. Yes. Or, hey, roll eight dice, and then choose one of the numbers that are on there and keep all of that number and discard the rest, yep. right? They're just different actions you can take. And um, what will happen is that you will, you will take one of these cards and you will say, I'm going to perform this action. So let's say... Let's say we take run, and run says roll roll three dice. So you roll three dice. If you can match those three dice that you have rolled to any of your dogs, so you will typically have at least two dogs in front of you. Um, great, you put you you put, you put all three dice on, and then and then you perform the then action, which is optional, mm-hmm. um, normally optional. And this one says you may roll one die and repeat this um, a second step as many times as you like. Yep. Okay. So what will you then do? You will take one die and roll it. And if you can place it, great. You can go again. And you keep doing this. Here's the kicker. 
If you can't place a die on any of your dogs, it gets buried in the yard. And everyone, and we all have a little card in front of us here. A little kennel. The yard. And you put the die there. Here's the key. And the, the, the real thing is that if you ever have more than seven pips in your yard, so the pips on the die, if they value, if they, if they add up to a great, to more than seven, you completely bust any dice that you have on your dogs, any dice that you currently have in the yard, they are gone, gone skis. So it is possible to actually have your dogs filled up, but not scored yet. And that that that's the thing is that on your turn you can either take actions to roll dice and try and put dice on the dogs, or you can then say, you know what, I'm going to forego my turn. So I can score the dogs that I have. And then that way, if I do happen to bust on a future turn, I'm not going to lose the dice on that dog. Now, there are special rules where if you've managed to complete two dogs, you automatically score them. But in general, that's what you're aiming for. Yeah. I managed to bust having almost three dogs filled. That hurts. That hurt me very much. That hurt a lot. Um and and yeah, and then the the last thing you have is yeah, you have these little treat tokens, the which, bones, uh, the bones, and at any point you can spend one, uh, you can spend one to re-roll the dice that you just rolled on that turn. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you rinse and repeat through this. I've just explained the whole game. You do that until someone manages to complete six dogs. They're they're the winner. Happy days. Move on. Start again. Fifteen minutes and you are done. It's a yep. lot of fun. This is just literally just a very cute, very simple, very easy push like dice yeah. rolling game. Yeah. Roll dice and then laugh at people who bust on their the, dice. The funniest yeah. thing for me was like all the cards have like a command, like walk, roll over, run, fetch. Big. Yeah. And when you say like what you're going to do that turn, because you've got to flip the tile in the middle of the table and it's like, oh, I think I'm going to howl. <laughs> yeah. um, it was just always funny. <laughs> and, and look, we, we've got six cards on the, on the table in front of us. You only ever play with six cards. There are a stack in the box there is yeah. a ton of replay value in this so game. i was just reading this it does have like recommended it sets does, yeah, uh yeah. but it's always like you have to two of these are mandatory and then you pick uh which ones you want to swap yeah. out with one of those yeah as I, well. will, I will say those actions in the center of the board are what made the game for me specifically because it's not like yahtzee where you say i always roll three dice yeah. you actually get a choice of like well okay if i go first here i can do whatever i want so i grab naturally gravitated towards the fetch command which was roll a dice and then choose one of the numbers so i had a turn where i was specifically looking for two or more twos because i had a lot of twos on my dogs that i was trying to fill and literally, I had to spend three bones before I finally got a roll that had two or more twos in it. And Damien's just sitting there laughing his ass off at me, going, "Ah, you got no twos, and you're rolling eight. You're an idiot, right?" It's like it's not, but like, but that was the game, and that's what I really enjoyed about it is the fact that it's not Yahtzee, where it's like roll five dice and then just keep pushing your luck. It's like those different commands and those different actions give you that little spice where it's like, "Oh crap, I've got three low, like one of the ones roll over, which has you know says take all of the." dice from your buried in your yard and you can re-roll them again yeah so i had three dice in my yard i'm like oh sweet i can take that action and get, i can get them roll out of there yeah. and get them out of there and like and so it gave me these options which i don't normally get in a push your luck game and it just kind of was really nice i really enjoyed the, the that choice that one choice alone changed this kind of push your luck element for me where i'm like this is really cool i really enjoy it i, I really i really dig it yeah, yeah. I, I played a lot of um, Roll For It, mm. which is essentially artsy, where you roll the dice and you allocate the dice where they go. You only have so many dice to allocate. 
It's a very simple game. I would still use that as a gateway game for little kids uh, and then introduce them to spots. Yeah. Because yeah. there is more decision yeah. space that you have to do uh, by choosing the actions. Uh, but I've got to tell you, Damien, I really love this game. Um, it's not often I play a game with you and go, you know what? I got to get this game. I've had the biggest smile on my face the entire time I played. I lost. I think I got one point and they, and they ended up with six or so and Damien with five. So, like, I got smashed. But, like, the art is incredible. All the little dogs have little names oh, on them. Yeah, like, I forgot that. Forgot that point. This dog here, Rupert, he looks like the most like stuck-up dog in the world. He's got two cats in the window. He's not even looking at the cats. Like the attitude on Rupert is off the charts. Like the art is incredible. And I was just actually having a flick through the rule book. There is a solo variant. You play against an AI opponent called Dog. <laughs> so and what he does he steals the actions away from you so he'll take an action you go you dog <laughs> well, like, and i do want to say there's one more variant and i love it it's called the off leash variant where you put all the action tiles in the center and you just go nuts i will say wow. i will i will say it did allow me to have the i, I that does sound a lot a lot of fun it's just chaos, chaos but back yeah. on the names of the dogs though i did have that one moment where i looked spied across the table i saw the top card of the dog deck and i said yeah. oh, can you pass me louise please because yeah. yeah. that was the name of the dog and yeah. everyone just giggled it's like ah oh, louise right i'm like yeah. but that's what i thought was really funny it's this very, dog's called handsome yeah this had one dog called goliath who's a big chonker yeah i had a dog called i have a dog called this guy's called was it goat like dumplings yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> gyoza. Gyoza. Xerxes. yeah. so there's a lot of these real fun names but look we look we love gateway games that hence you know obviously the name of our podcast but like this is this is just a really fun nice time <laughs> this on, is just on. his name's bongo yeah, and bongo. He, ha- he has his butt in the air ready for pats yeah, yeah, classic <laughs> bongo. i will say though this is a game that if you, you like i don't have it but if you have a die, get a dice tray or use. We should have used the lid. I don't know why they don't use. I don't know as, yeah. a, as the dog bowl or something like that. I look, I, I oh, will the say dog bowl. You roll into the dog bowl. Perfect. Oh, I love I, this game. That been uh, patent pending. I'll, I'll take my check in the mail if you guys. Have... Yeah, look, I, I I was traveling with my wife um, up in Brisbane last weekend. I walked into a shop, which, to be fair, I I knew of this shop. And it's like, I, I tend to... Let's just walk down this street, honey. Yeah, that, that's pretty much... Actually, no, it was more a case of, I'm going to go for a walk. And then she said, you go into the shop. I said, hell yeah, I'm going to the shop. And I went there. Um, They had this on the shelf. Saw it straight away. Grabbed it. Um, Loved... Like, it, it was just the art. It was the box. The, the what, what, what got me. I heard a little bit about the game. I didn't know a great deal about it, though. Mm. But it's got dogs on the cover. Yeah. It's got dice. It's got awesome art. It's everything you need. And like it's the like, components are solid. Like this oh, yeah, is a good yeah, piece yeah. of It's a really small box. Yeah. It's yeah. a really it's small box, got everything you need in it. You get a ton of dice. Um it's just good fun. Look, it is it's one of those games where I know we talk about a lot and you know, I I I don't think at any point we've ever like I truly identified what is a gateway game because it is different to everyone. But for me, this is one of those where it's a game I can pull it off the shelf, I can get um, I think I think this place anyone can play it, um, but the truth is you could actually play this with a bunch of people. Yeah, um, you say line them up, especially if you are going to get all of the cards out. Oh, that's that's nuts! To, I wouldn't do that. Go to town as a gateway um, introduction, but, as but well, still, but, yeah. you, you're just basically saying, all right, everyone, kids, mums, dads, whoever, yeah. aunts, uncles, roll some dice. Roll, 
Raw some ducks. And I'll yeah. tell you what. Raw like, some ducks. That's it. Again, on the theme, like to do a re-roll, you actually have to like cash in a dog treat. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. Oh, yeah. 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 Look, it was really good. We recommend it. It, it gets a big thumbs up from us. So we love that. But um, look, this one's going on a bit long. So we're going to get into our discussion topic. But because we want to talk about dice... But more importantly, speaking of dice, we want to talk about the accessories. I mentioned a game tray, a dice tray, yeah. you know. And uh, look, we wanted to have a chat tonight about board game accessories. So we love board games, and we love to, we love loving board games. But sometimes a board game, you just wish it had something a bit more, don't you? And then this is where board game accessories come in. It's a whole subgenre of our nerdy ass culture, yes. where people literally will buy things to make things either better, more organized, or just prettier in general. If you guys can just give us a few minutes, we're just going to pour some glasses of scotch while we talk about board game accessories, because you can spend as much as you want on board game accessories. Don't even get me started on it. Oh my God. All right, I'm going to go first, okay? So we're going to tell you about some of the accessories and maybe some stories. I'll start with a story, which is that, yeah, look, uh, as everyone, if you've listened to this podcast before, one of my favorite board games of all time is Twilight Imperium. And uh, last year with my tax money, I decided that I really wanted to get the insert for Twilight Imperium. So I got the, tw- they got the insert, which cost about $80 just for a whole bunch of uh, the um, folded space insert. And then I went, that's really cool and all. I really would love to get a custom game mat. So I did. And I found a guy on Etsy who lives in Spain and he makes a custom game mat for the whole eight player variant of Twilight. So I bought that. That was over 120 bucks. And then I went, well, you know, they've got the three codexes that they've released for this game. Well, someone's obviously got to be making versions of those cards, right? Yes. And so I bought those as well. <laughs> so yeah. like, like I don't do this for every game, right? But for some games, I do feel like the extra added... He added like I, I do things want, can add to the game. The I do want to say like as uh, my um, other friends who's got Twilight Imperium, mm. uh, I unbox his copy and set it up at my house uh, through the years. When I unbox your copy and set it up at my place to play that game, my goodness, the the, the production detail, uh, that uh, accessory, that uh, was so nice. I will say so. There, there, there is a story there where um, Ralph and I had only just started gaming together. It was actually <clears> the first time that I met this wider group. We had a game of TI. We hit the 11 hour mark and then finally we've just gone look youtube but it, it literally came down to just roll rolls of the dice we actually geared it and we said look you guys roll that's it rolled had a winner we took photos it was great i was shattered by that point and there were so many of us ralph was saying it's fine look i'll pack it up in the morning we were going no 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 we're all going to help you I have done these ones where I've just said, look, I'll put it away for you. And I held the box in front and I started to just swipe all the pieces. <laughs> the look on Ralph's face. Just the look of just Because, like, dread. to be honest, to pack up a game like that, you know, I put some music on. Like, it's a nice yeah. hour of my time. It, I enjoy also, that. It's, it's therapeutic. Also, it's also not the pack. It's the unpack the next time yeah. you yeah. play the game. You know you're going to play it again at some, some <laughs> yeah. point in your lifetime. Um, but I do want to say on Playmat, one of uh, my close friends, he uh, loves Dune Imperium mm-hmm. as oh, well. Yeah. That, and awesome. uh, he loves Eclipse as well. Did he end up buying the Eclipse the one? The Eclipse mat is next So he, he bought the uh, Eclipse mat and a Dune Imperium mat yeah. uh, that has the expansion inbuilt into the mat, yep. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something else. Like to play a game directly on a mat is, is just a nice luxury. And, and like, like for for listeners who, who 
don't 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 realize the value of it. So, for instance, I rave on about the game mat. So basically, I've got I've got a game mat by a company. The neoprene the, neoprene yeah, mats first ne- of all. Ne- Neoprene game mat and um they're about two three mil. Yes, yeah, so uh, the, the, the one I've got is a three mil yep. thick mat and it's 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 stitched all the way around, which Love means it, it 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 doesn't fray. Now, I don't have I, I the one I'm talking about isn't game specific, but the reason why it's important is because when you try and pick up a card off my the table, table, my table is the worst for it. Um, I know you it actually is. you can't get your fingers underneath it normally. You and have you, to slide the whole card off, or you bend the card, or you bend the card. Yeah. A game mat because it has that little bit of, of, of flex. Of, of flex yeah. It means that you can actually push on the card, and the top of the card flicks up. Um, that is massive, and it saves. It's so good, and also and it's yeah. kind of like if you ever played on a poker table. You, I know that's felt. It's a bit different, but the card still slide. sort of slide yeah, and stop. A bit of slide. Um, yeah, and also rolling dice. This doesn't happen. The dice actually bounce a bit. Yeah, and like yeah. it's soft. You don't you don't get this weird like you get the shake when you shake it, but you don't get. Uh, I, I, don't do, get I do love that sound. Part of me does love that sound. But I will say I agree with you. Like the, the mats are really uh, they're expensive. They can be because they generally screen printed on people yeah. and they stitch them. To but that's make the thing. Good. Like I um, decided I didn't want a dedicated uh, mat. I just got like a just a, a, a nice blue galaxy. Most of my games are sort of space games anyway. Mm. Like doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. I, I play Gloomhaven on a space-themed mat. doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. Well, I haven't set it up either, but in previous podcasts, you will have seen the black mat over my table as yeah. well. And that was not... and That's like not uh, a felt neoprene thing. And I literally made that from Spotlight. Got a piece of fabric, rolled it out, and then I you know, sewed in some clips. But and it does I, elevate the experience. It, 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 it does help, right? Yeah. The, you know, so it does help. I mean, other things that do help as well, uh, I mean, like coming back to inserts, right? I know we've talked about, so I'm big into 3D printing. Yep. Um, so I have 3D printed like inserts for some of the, the smaller game boxes. You can like make modular game boxes. And there's a huge community on, out there who are people who are literally coming up with storage solutions for yep. game pieces and game boxes. That's a huge one. Really, do, But if you don't have a 3D printer, I have also gone to a craft shop before and for my uh, copy of Flam Rouge, I got the Peloton expansion. And I then just got some PVA glue and some foam core, and I literally made an insert just by having a like a, a Stanley yeah. knife, yeah. measure and a ruler, and just measured out, cut it with a Stanley knife, and then just glued it with PVA, and that was my fold. But and so that was like, my insert. if you're getting a bit artsy, like I um, made up my own copy of Blood on the Clock Tower by repurposing other components mm-hmm. from a legacy game that i beat in the past love that so like you can go creative with spotlight in regards to 3, 3d printers that is an accessory you can go down i just want to point out um there are a lot of local libraries that have access to 3d printing yeah. yep. that you yeah, can actually yeah. take yep. stl files down and, and have done for you which is not a lot of people know about yeah and also in terms of storage um there are particularly some of the larger games um if you're having issues with bits and pieces like for instance i've got Zaya. I the insert that I have for Zyre is from the first edition of the game. It doesn't work all that well. Yeah. Once you have the expansion, um, Kmart Plano boxes cost me seven bucks. Yeah, it that's was true. amazing. The, so those Kmart boxes, but also during gameplay, little balls. Like yeah. Nees just grabbed a little ball. Uh, these are some three D printed ones. Yeah, so I three D printed video. these ones. Um, they also have the ability to have little magnets in there so they can yep. clip onto each other. I don't, didn't have the magnets, so they're yep. there. But I also went one step further, which is that I actually got a piece of cork, uh, like a cork sheet, 
and I, my school has the place where I work has access to a laser cutter. So I was very fortunate that I was able to do it, but I designed and cut into the cork using the laser cutter, a design that I made cool. a few years back. Yep. So this doubles as a coaster on one side and a game bowl on the other. Um, so you can't have a drink and play a game no, at the same not, time. Not, well, you, but... well, I, no, you know how I rectified that? I printed 10 more of these. Oh, genius, <laughs> genius play. However, there are, um, if people want to have a look on Pinterest, you can actually search it up on Google as well. There are some people who they've actually turned cereal boxes oh. and they actually have a template that you can I have print seen that. It's and on, you it's can also cut on, it's and on, fold your yep. own little um, token bowls. Yes. And really? Just out of cardboard. And I haven't folds, seen that. And it holds and it folds flat as well. Oh, there man. are a whole bunch of things on board yeah. game geek, geek Honestly, as well. People like, coming up with There are some brilliant and things and it, like it's free. It's just stuff you'd normally put in the recycle well, bin. I don't have cereal and i don't have a 3d printer so uh, i just got kmart balls like yeah, just just little things yeah, i honestly. like um i think the ones i use are actually designed for toddlers to like eat things from they're actually yep. real like push. small solid but they they, they uh, do great for ikea, ikea balls i was gonna yeah, say yeah, the, ikea balls. The, like the the 10 pack of colored balls that you get from yeah. kids from ikea Perfect. they're amazing that's they what i like that's five what I bucks use. or something yeah and look we haven't even gone into things like card sleeves you know so like if you don't if you can't get a neoprene mat card sleeves really help as well because so, they give you that little bit of extra uh, I like, do want to say they can get expensive. They can uh, get very sleeves. expensive. So, like, I sleeved all of Ark Nova, and to be honest, it was like half the price of the game. Um, by the time I ended up with all the sleeves that, yeah. I, that I went for, um, I found nowadays I only sleeve games I think I want to keep forever. Then that's fair enough. Um, but there's some games that are ridiculous to even think about sleeving. Like, yeah. I feel. Um, I I tend to agree. Like, I used to sleeve almost everything. Now I only sleeve the games that I really worry about being able to replace, like my Blood Rage, my um, uh, or, or your quacks of Quedlinburg. No, like no, I know that's I only like ten sleeves no, anyway. No, 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 That's the other thing. No, that's the other thing. So, so that, that's like, what I'm sorry. That's what why, I mean. I know they're not my cut, copy of quacks. Okay. Uh, so, so quacks of Quedlinburg has got all the tokens in it. Yep. Um, and the tokens you pull them out of the bag. The problem that we were having, we we played quacks a lot during during lockdown. Yeah. yeah. And um, basically, you're shaking the bag. You're shaking the bag, but what happens is that as your fingers rub against these cardboard tokens. They actually start to wear away at yeah. the ink. Yeah. So I bought coin capsules. Yeah. Um, it took a long time for them to come in because I went the cheapest, nastiest coin capsules get capsules you could get at the time. Took Those months. little plastic caps you get. They they literally capsules. Uh, they're coin cases. For, for yeah. like, they're mainly used for like collector coins. Collector coins. Um, but I found out that that these particular sizes, what yeah, whatever size it was, was perfect for the so quacks. So my Arkham Horror uses a bit bigger than Quacks, yeah. and I use the coin cases. But basically, any game where you're going to be dealing with a lot of tokens frequently, I would use. Coin I will cases admit, for. I know that would have been a pain in the butt. It was first, the first time I played yeah. your copy, Ralph, with those. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, they make the sound yeah. when you oh, jiggle so the bag. Good. However, so good. In, in saying that, though, if people really want to go a little bit extra um, and if people are interested in diving into this very, very deep pool, uh, check out um, the uh, Board Game Geek uh, Marketplace. Yeah, there's so much um, stuff there. You can actually check out the Geek Store. You can actually buy resin... Um, Quack stuff of quacks. Yeah, really. Yeah, yes. they, oh, that would be cool. They cost so much different they stuff. They cost about hundred and ten bucks Australian the, to, get, to get all the tokens. From there was the someone who was teaching you how you could do it yourself. Yeah, that, that costs even more to make the really. Out, yeah, to do yeah, it. I have to check this out. Sounds acrylic. really cool. Well, um, there, there is one accessory that I do want to buy, oh, and I haven't done do. it because it's purely like I don't know. It feels like a selfish thing. Yeah. Um, like a board game bag. Something where you can uh, actually yeah. properly put 
put to you know away. six board games that are the normal box size and yep. just put it on your back. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, do think I haven't taken the plunge on that one. Mine is paper money. Paper money is hot garbage. Yeah, get yourself some poker chips. Yeah, those poker chips. If you can, yeah. if you can find them at a good price. Get a set of iron clays. I can they tell you are what amazing. I can tell you what mine is. It's a board game table. I know it's so like with the most expensive accessory you can, but I want to get a board game table that doubles as my dining table because that's all the rage at the moment. And you can eat honest, board games. Huh? You can you eat could, board games. I could eat board yeah, games. Board that's games. exactly right. But that's my big one that I'm working towards at the moment. I do want to replace this and get like an eight seater freaking yeah. board game table. So if this you're a, uh, a table making company, Matt board, has one. We oh, would love to so. review it. <laughs> yeah, Gameway or uh, Gameway or yeah, uh, I think Matt's got a Gameway. Matt's got a Gameway, so yeah. he's really he really enjoys it. And yeah, it we looks have amazing. Played. We did play Ti on it, so we have we have used that table. We have christened it, so it was really oh, that's good. really great. Nice. Uh, so it was good. Um, yeah, but, it got a bit soaked in the water, but it's all good. <laughs> anyway that's gonna bring us to the end of this episode guys this has been a lot of a fun one we're a bit cheeky tonight but you know that's what happens when we haven't actually recorded like you know the, hopefully the schedules means that we've uh, got the episodes coming out regularly but uh I really enjoyed this one. This was a, a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, it's always one. fun. If you did yeah. enjoy what you uh, were listening to, uh, please go ahead and check out. Uh, please leave us a review. Five stars, four stars, you know, you know, one star if you really want. Tell us what we could do better. I mean, look, we are always after new uh, and innovative yeah, ways of doing this podcast. If you're going to give us one star, tell us why it's one star. At least, yeah. you know? at least so give us that. Let us yeah. work on that. Like, yeah. But also, we'd love you to go over to our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube and type in at BG Gateway into the search bar. You'll find us there. We're on the push to 100 subscribers uh we're pretty close we're on 87 at the moment as, as of time of recording this um we also did just release our june imperium round table discussion and first impressions um that is a kind of a pretty cool video as well a new different kind of format that we're testing out so go over and check over that um if you did enjoy this uh product if you're on youtube like and subscribe hit the notification bell all that stuff if you're on a podcast apple podcast google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast leave us a review um, we'd love to see you guys and maybe recommend a friend, you know, getting them into the board gaming um, hobby, all that kind of good stuff. Until then, though, go check out our Facebook group um, and all of our social media. And uh, until next time, guys, we will see you in episode 43. Take care. Bye. See ya. See you guys. Would you like a treat? Treaty? Treaty? Why are you giving him a bone? Fetch. <laughs> <laughs> giving him a bone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're doing... Actually, I just realized the door was right there. It's like...